Considered to be the most haunted hospital in America, the abandoned Waverly Hills Sanatorium has a history filled with suffering, death, and, as with so many abandoned places, vandalization. Now the sprawling estate is filled with eerie stories of its medical past, and features such as the tunnel, commonly referred to as the body chute, continue to capture the attention of visitors around the world. But do the long, empty hallways have a future, or will they be left to decay under the weight of their haunting history? Hello and welcome to another episode of Idle and Abandoned, the podcast where we discover the history behind the most intriguing abandoned places around the world. I'm your host, Tessa, and today we are going to be exploring the past, present, and future of Waverly Hills Sanatorium, the most haunted hospital in America. If you want to listen to this podcast paired with some incredible photos and videos of this abandoned place, you can head over to our Idle and Abandoned YouTube channel. In 1883, Major Thomas H. Hayes purchased land in Louisville, Kentucky for his family home. Major Hayes had a large family, having two daughters with his first wife and, after her death, six daughters with his second wife. When his family moved to the new land, he needed a school for his daughters to attend. It was then that he decided to turn the one-room frame building across from his residence into a private school for his daughters and a few other children from the community, and hired the school's first teacher, Miss Lizzie Lee Harris. Miss Harris was very fond of a long series of novels by Walter Scott, named the Waverley Novels, and therefore named the schoolhouse Waverley School. Major Hayes liked the name and decided to name his property Waverley Hills. At the turn of the century, Kentucky was hit with a severe outbreak of tuberculosis. At this time, tuberculosis was a very serious disease, with affected people having to be isolated from the public in an area with plenty of fresh air where they could rest and recover. Often TB rehabilitation centers were built on high hills surrounded by nature to create the perfect atmosphere for patients' recovery. As cases soared in Jefferson County, the Board of Tuberculosis Hospital purchased Major Hayes' land and started constructing a tuberculosis sanatorium in 1908. The sanatorium was a two-story frame building with hipped roof and half-timbering which opened on July 26, 1910. The building had been constructed to accommodate 40 to 50 patients and consisted of two open-air pavilions each housing 20 patients, and equipped only for treatment of early cases. Over the years, the sanatorium was expanded with more pavilions and room for the treatment of advanced and child cases. Waverly Hills turned into a self-contained community, complete with post office, water treatment facility, its own fruit orchards and gardens, and even its own zip code. This was due to the isolation that was needed for TB patients to try and reduce spread of the highly contagious disease. Patients, nurses, doctors, and other Waverley employees were essentially cut off from the outside world. As the years went by, tuberculosis fast became an epidemic in parts of Jefferson County, and the little sanatorium was not keeping up with the flow of new patients. It was obvious that a much larger hospital was needed. In 1924, construction began on a five-story collegiate Gothic-style sanatorium to accommodate over 400 patients. It was eventually opened for business on October 20, 1926, and is still standing on Waverly Hill today. On the first floor of the new sanatorium, a tunnel was constructed as an entrance and exit for staff and workers. It ran 500 feet to the bottom of the hill, with a set of stairs on one side and a moving cart on the other, originally intended to be used to transport supplies into the hospital. 
However, this tunnel soon became used for a darker purpose. As antibiotics had not yet been discovered, the treatment for tuberculosis patients involved fresh air, positive talk, heat lamps and reassurance. As disease statistics soared, and with the death rate of TB patients being at least one per day, carrying the dead away in full view of the patients lowered morale. Therefore, the tunnel was soon utilised to transport deceased patients to increase morale and lower death rates. It was also believed to help prevent the tuberculosis spreading rate. The tunnel soon became known as the hospital's body chute, a ghastly name for a tunnel with a sombre purpose. The new sprawling hospital served the community well until a new antibiotic, streptomycin, was discovered in 1943 to treat tuberculosis and the number of cases became smaller and smaller. Eventually, there was no longer a need for the large hospital, and the remaining patients were sent to Hazelwood Sanatorium in Louisville before Waverly Hills closed in 1961. After its closure, the building was quarantined, renovated, and reopened in 1962 as Woodhaven Geriatric Centre, a nursing home for patients with dementia, mobility limitations, and mental handicaps. Unfortunately, Woodhaven was closed by the state of Kentucky in 1982, as it was understaffed and overcrowded and had reports of patient neglect. The sanatorium building was then bought by developer J. Clifford Todd in 1983 for $3,005,000, who had plans to convert it into a minimum security prison. Neighbours protested the planned prison, and eventually the plans were dropped. Todd and architect Milton Thompson then proposed turning the hospital into apartments, but were counting on the Jefferson Fiscal Court to buy land from them to finance the start of the project. This never materialised, and Waverly Hills and the surrounding area were bought by Robert Albahaski and his Christ the Redeemer Foundation in March 1996. Albahaski had plans to construct the world's tallest Jesus statue on the roof of the sanatorium, which would then be renovated into a chapel, theatre, and gift shop. The proposed project was estimated to cost over $12 million, and construction plans eventually fell through after only $3,000 was raised towards the project over a year. It was officially cancelled in December 1997. From the closure of the nursing home in 1982, the Gothic Waverly Hills Sanatorium building had been vandalised, damaged, and nearly destroyed by looters and vandals. Its long halls filled with rubbish, walls with peeling paint and streaks of spray paint, broken glass from the smashed windows littering the water-stained floor. The old body chute became dark and decrepit, its walls filled with memories of the dead that it transported on their last trip out of the hospital, and its stairs becoming heavy with dust. In 2001, Tina and Charlie Mattingly bought the building and held tours of the sanatorium, as well as hosting a haunted house attraction each Halloween the proceeds of which aiming to restore the historic building. In 2003, the Waverly Hills Historical Society was incorporated with the purpose of restoring the sanatorium to memorialise the staff, patients and educate the public on tuberculosis and its impact on the Kentucky community. The building is also now on the National Register for Historic Places for its historic value as a sanatorium and its architectural significance. Currently, tours, activities, events, and even overnight stays are offered in the sanatorium, and many people have contested that the building is haunted. It was even featured on the TV show Ghost Hunters as one of the most haunted hospitals in the eastern United States, and has since been featured on many other paranormal, travel, and even nature shows. Countless visitors claim to have spooky encounters and ghostly sightings within the walls of the sanatorium, and with its history of death and disease, it is easy to see where its ghostly reputation comes from. 
The future of Waverly Hills lies with the Waverly Hills Historical Society and their plans to use the building as a destination hotel, conference centre and museum, working to contribute to the local economy and continue to educate the public on the impact of TB and the history of the sanatorium. Although many who visit the old sanatorium come seeking a story of ghosts and death, they leave with knowledge of the important role Waverly Hills had in the treatment of a deadly disease. Hopefully, one day, the building will be repurposed and the halls filled again with the chatter of people eagerly memorialising its unique history. Thank you for listening to this episode of Idle and Abandoned. If you enjoyed it, check out our YouTube and social media for more content photos and videos of this and other abandoned places. Until next time, I'm Tessa, and this was the story of Waverly Hills Sanatorium. <laughs>